Welcome to Soul Talk, soulful conversations exploring who you are, why you're here, and how to live your most authentic life. My name is Coop Blackson, nationally best-selling author of You Are The One, transformational teacher, and your host. I invite you to subscribe to the Soul Talk podcast for weekly inspiration from me, where I will share with you some powerful ideas, thoughts, and practical life wisdom to help you live life more fully, freeing yourself from your past, reclaiming your power, and living your true life's purpose. You can also go to www.coopblackson.com, enter your name and email to download my free two-part video training series and learn the ultimate secrets to happiness and fulfillment. Let's get started with Soul Talk. Welcome back, folks, to another week, another opportunity to evolve and grow the Soul Talk podcast. We're talking about how to manifest more money, how to manifest more money, that thing that we've been told makes the world go around economies rely on the exchange of money for products services money 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 for many of us the reason that we wake up in the morning we bust our asses we go to work work late make sacrifices to make this thing called money we're going to explore how to manifest more of it before I dive into today's episode, I just wanted to invite those of you that have been listening to the Soul Talk podcast for a while, that you're a part of the Soul Talk family. I wanted to invite you to a very special experience that is dear to my heart. I just returned from Bali, Indonesia, and twice a year, I have the opportunity to go to Bali to facilitate a very unique experience, a 12-day transformational experiential seminar training without wall that's called Boundless Bliss Bali. For the last 10 years, I've had the privilege to facilitate this journey. I believe it's the most powerful and life-changing transformational retreat, journey, process on the planet, unlike any other. And I've been privileged to work with some of the most unique human beings and leaders from all walks of life, billionaires, celebrities, entrepreneurs, visionaries, those rare human beings that want to make a difference on planet Earth. And so if that's you, maybe you feel a calling to impact humanity, you know that you were born for a purpose and a vision and a reason that is bigger than yourself. And I want to invite you to consider joining me on the Boundless Bliss Bali journey. To find out more information, you can go to www.boundlessblissbali.com. That's www.boundlessblissbali.com. Watch the video. The next journey is December the 5th through the 16th. And it's going to be life-changing in a radical way. Money, 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 folks. This is the topic of today's conversation. As I was saying, money makes the world go round. Economies rely on money for products and services. We rely on money 
to eat and buy goods. In fact, many relationships, romantic marriages, relationships are also based on money, whether we like to hear that or not. How do we manifest more money in our lives? So much energy and charge and uh, emotionality goes into our relationship, our pursuit, our experience of money. And so when I say money to you, what does money mean to you? What is your relationship with money? What things were you told growing up about money? Our relationship with money can often be so charged. Our relationship with money can often be so intensified. Many of us, we are controlled by money. Some of us, we're slaves to money. Some of us, on the other hand, we really don't care about money. Some of us, we've been told money is bad. If I were to say to you, finish this sentence, money is the root most of us would say, of all evil. In so many ways, we've been conditioned and programmed, even religiously, spiritually, to believe that money in and of itself is not necessarily a good thing. So what is your relationship with money? What is your relationship with abundance? In fact, many economists define money, where it comes from, and what it's worth. Money really is a medium of exchange. In the ancient days, we didn't have money. We had a way of bartering where people exchanged goods for other goods before money was created. Like gold and other precious metals, money has worth. And I think this is important for us to understand in the consideration of money and manifesting and making more money. Money has worth because most of us agree. We agree that it represents something valuable. In and of itself, the green stuff, the cash that we chase, the cash that much of society pursues is worthless. Yet so much charge and energy and time put into attaining it and achieving it and manifesting it. We put our value, our sense of worth, lovability into how much we have or how much we don't have. Our sense of confidence in how much of it we have or how much of it we don't have. And our confidence sometimes goes up and down depending on how much we have. But the truth is money in and of itself is meaningless, is valueless. It is agreement. It has value because you and I, we as a culture, as a society, have agreed that it means something and has value. But if you took a briefcase of paper cash to somewhere in Africa or the middle of the Amazon where they don't know what money is, it would be meaningless and maybe people would use money to wipe the toilet. So what is your relationship with money? Money is a unit of account, a socially accepted standard. 
in which things are priced. And we've all agreed to that, you see. So when you understand money is agreement, you understand that it doesn't have a independent reality of its own. The reality is the reality we give it through our agreement. And when we start understanding that money in and of itself isn't a thing, money is a concept, money in and of itself isn't this all-powerful, almighty thing, the almighty dollar, then it can begin to maybe shift your relationship with money to unplug your emotionality, unplug your charge, unplug your ego from the relationship with money. Because the more attached we are, the more charged we are, the more meanings that we give it, the more it often controls us, the less we're free. Now, I think it's important that we don't confuse money with abundance. Money is not necessarily abundance. You can have a lot of money, cash, material stuff. You can have a tremendous amount of money. And I know many people that have a lot of money, billionaires, 100 millionaires, some of whom, many of whom are my clients. And so I know many people who have a lot of money. And you may know of, know and know of many people who have a lot of money. But that doesn't mean you're truly abundant. You can have a lot of money, but be in scarcity. You can have a lot of money and actually be poor. You see, abundance is a state of being. Abundance is a consciousness. Abundance is a mindset. You can have millions and millions of dollars, but be poor. Poor in vision. Poor in self-value. Poor in worth. Poor in self-perception, living in fear of constant loss. And so to make more money, I think first and foremost, it's important that you understand money, that you understand that money in and of itself isn't a thing and has no value. That enables you to unplug your emotionality from it become more neutral. When you become more neutral, you become more powerful. You're able to make more important decisions. And when you unplug, when you change your relationship with money, you unplug yourself and your value and your self-worth, self-esteem, confidence from your relationship with money. It just is what it is, a medium of exchange that allows people to obtain what they need to live. It's just a means of exchange. In fact, money, in a strange way, is a representation of perceived value that is created in our economy. But another important factor concerning money is the banks, the central banks can influence and manipulate money supply. We put so much value in money, but if the Fed wants to increase the amount of money in circulation, boost maybe economic activity, it can, of course, print money. And if you look at what's happened in the last couple of years in pandemic times, at least in the US, I think the number is like 40%, maybe 50% of the money supply. The money that we consider so valuable has been printed 40 to 50%, maybe more. Don't quote me on it. 
but 40 to 50 percent. That's a lot of the U.S. money supply has been printed, printed, folks, in the last two years. This is crazy. Talk about manifesting money. The Fed, the government just manifesting money, printing money. That's an ultimate manifestation technique, yes? The ability to print money. Imagine you and I had a meditation to just print money. So when you understand what money is, you change your relationship with it. And I think the first and foremost, it's important psychologically to move out of the perception and idea and illusion of scarcity. The idea and illusion of scarcity keeps you stuck in scarcity. And when you relate to money and try to make money and manifest money and pursue money from a place of scarcity, you tend to reinforce the scarcity. And even when you achieve it, attain it, get more of it, you will still be living in a state of lack and will not be free. And from that state of lack, you'll be chasing more of it and you'll never have enough of it coming from lack. This idea that there's not enough to go around makes us hoard, makes us contract, makes us do crazy things. We never feel abundant no matter what we have. It's never enough from that place. So we've been conditioned and programmed and brainwashed to believe in scarcity, which as human beings, very dangerous for us. So the next thing is it's important to move into an understanding of the nature of abundance. That whether you have money or not, maybe you're struggling to pay the bills, maybe your cash flow is low, maybe you don't have much, maybe your job or business isn't uh, flowing with money. What's important is regardless of what, what your current experiences it is of money in the physical sense. Move yourself if you want to manifest more. Move yourself into an abundant relationship with money and an abundant relationship with abundance. In fact, spiritually speaking, it starts on the spiritual level. It starts at the level of your consciousness. Consciousness is the source of all existence. Consciousness is the source of life. Consciousness is the source of manifestation. In the Bible, it said, seek ye first the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, and all these things will be added unto you. The kingdom of heaven, your being, consciousness. Many times we're chasing money out there in the world, but our consciousness is in lack, is in scarcity, is in limitation. The world just tends to reflect that back to us. And so first, it's important to move yourself into a state of abundance. Abundance is not about what you have financially, money-wise. Abundance is about how you feel about yourself. And abundance is how you feel about who you are and how you feel about what you have. You can have a lot, but be poor. You can have a little but feel great. You can have a little, but live in appreciation and live in gratitude, live in, in fullness, live in fulfillment, live in acknowledgement. And so abundance is a state of consciousness. It's a state of being, not about what you have, but about your relationship to it all. So I think it's important that we start with gratitude for what we have. If you want to manifest more, you have to acknowledge what you have. Because even if you manifest the more, the more will never be enough and you'll always be in lack. 
starting with what you have. Look around right now. Appreciate what you have. Look around. Look around at the money that you have right now and bless what you have. Bless what you have. Bless what you have. Bless bless the experience that you can eat, that you have shoes, that you have a laptop, that you can even listen to this conversation. What you focus on will expand. So start by blessing what you have. Move yourself into an, a, a sense of abundance. Now you might be thinking, but I don't feel abundant, Coop. Well, start cultivating the feeling of abundance. How? You can just look around. I believe that the world, nature, nature, this, the nature of existence and nature is abundance itself. How much air is there on the planet? Air is abundant. How much air is there? The air doesn't live in scarcity and lack, or I'm not going to give you more air because there's not enough air. Look at the air. It's just full of itself, abundantly living. The sun, the sun doesn't shine a little bit and tomorrow say, well, I gave you too much. I'm going to hold back my loving, my shine. It's abundant. All of so much of nature, so much of life is showing us the, 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 the natural state of abundance of the universe. Now, yes, some people might say, but there's resources that are running out. And I will say there's many different galaxies and planets that we haven't even found yet, that we haven't e even discovered yet, that uh, are yet to be explored yet to be mined other renewable energy sources that we haven't even tapped into yet. And so how many grains of sand are there? It's abundant. So let's say you're feeling a sense of lack. Start by cultivating that feeling of abundance, gratitude, but also go to the ocean. Go to the ocean, jump in the ocean. It's free. Go to the ocean, sit on the beach and, and feel the, the, the abundance of the infinite grains of sand. How many grains of sand just in Los Angeles, in Santa Monica, in Long Beach, in San Diego? In, I mean, that doesn't even include every state in the U.S. That doesn't even include Hawaii. That doesn't even include Asia and Thailand and Africa. And the list goes on. It's like, how many grains of sand are there? It's just infinite. To start saturating and surrounding yourself with the reminders, the nature's reminders of abundance so that you can start feeling that frequency of abundance and prosperity and overflow within yourself. So important, folks. Don't let external reality and external factors determine your feeling of abundance. Don't let the economy and the recession determine how you're going to feel within yourself. Abundance is what you are. Abundance is your nature. When you start to awaken and realize what you are. See, the ultimate poverty, the ultimate scarcity is believing that you're just this limited ego structure body. The ultimate poverty, the ultimate scarcity is limited. You are believing that you are simply this identity and this mind-body mechanism that will die. The body will die, but if you believe that you are just this body, you will live in ultimate scarcity, scarcity of time, scarcity of money, scarcity of resource. But when you know who you are, that you are an infinite being, you are a manifestation of consciousness, and consciousness is ever-expanding and infinite, that you are an infinite being, you are a manifestation of the divine presence that is life. You are an expression, a spark of infinity. When you know that, you cannot be controlled. When you know that, you start to move beyond fear. 
You start to rest in the abundant nature of what you are. That is the foundation from which to manifest and create from. Because now you are tapped into the source of all abundance that is your true essence, that is your true self. Does that mean you don't have to take action? Does that mean you just sit around and do nothing? No, but that's the foundation. That's the foundation that activates abundance and flow within yourself. The next thing I would say. So just shifting that paradigm, folks, is the foundation. Moving into gratitude, the foundation. Honoring and valuing who you are. To truly honor and value who you are. Many times we don't allow ourselves to experience abundance. We don't allow ourselves to experience money, prosperity, wealth, because deep down we feel not enough. Deep down we feel we don't deserve it. Deep down we feel we have to do 7,000 things and serve everyone. And finally, when we're 72 years old, 90 years old, then we can, after we've helped enough people and done enough things, then we can finally maybe be worthy enough to have a few breadcrumbs. And deep down, unconsciously, subconsciously, we don't, we, we sometimes, you know, have this idea that, well, I I have to earn it. I have to earn it. And I have to, it has to be hard and I have to earn God's love and I have to earn it. And that doesn't mean we don't have to earn certain things in life. But the truth is, the more we carry this egoic idea, the more subconsciously, subconsciously we tend to push money away and create an internal struggle as an unconscious way to earn money so that we can feel valuable. And then money becomes an, a, an unconscious way for us to start feeling our sense of value. So then many times ego from an unconscious place, we make things and life unnecessarily hard. Can anyone relate? And then we don't realize we're not even open. We're not available. So Next key is part of money and part of uh, manifesting money is receptivity. You have to be energetically receptive and open to receiving and know, by knowing as a foundation, your true worth, your true value. It's whole, perfect and complete, the divine being. And you have to be open and available to receiving money. In certain ways, we're not open and available to receiving money. What's also important is to question and reflect on your conscious and subconscious beliefs around money, which is what I've been speaking to. Because many of those conscious and subconscious beliefs around money have been programmed into us from childhood, have been programmed into us from religion, have been programmed into us from our culture, have been programmed into us even unconsciously through generations. Some of it is generational patterns that we, are, that we have taken on, on an unconscious level. So question those beliefs. If you're not sure what those beliefs are, look at your current state financially. Look at your relationship with money financially and ask yourself, what is my current financial money reality reflecting to me about myself? Now, if you're broke, if you don't have money, if money isn't flowing in your life, that might show you something. You might say, no, I love money. I, I'm okay with money. But reality, this might be a little hard for some to hear. Reality doesn't lie. And so use your relationship with money, not even for money's sake to get more of it, but as a feedback mechanism, as a feedback mechanism to show you 
your deeply held subconscious beliefs so that you can release them and clear them and open yourself to be more receptive. Part of money, you see, and receiving money and making money is not simply about hard work. You can work hard. I know lots of people that work very hard but make no money. You can work hard but make no money. Part of making money, manifesting money, is openness and receptivity. Because when we're not open, we are unconsciously, energetically pushing it away. Now, is that enough? Your energy, your openness, that's a piece. That's a piece. The other thing I would say is start cultivating the feeling of abundance. Start cultivating that feeling of money. Start cultivating that feeling, visualizing and cultivate the feeling of how much is it you want to manifest and what it looks like. And, and, and more importantly, the feeling of what it would be to have the amount of money you would like to have. That begins to prime and prepare your subconscious mind. And your body doesn't know the difference between reality and imagination. If I said to you, imagine a lemon. Cut the lemon, put this lemon in your left hand and squeeze the lemon into your mouth. Right now, some of you, your mouth might be salivating if you're paying attention. Your body doesn't know the difference between reality and imagination. So when you can start visualizing money and what having money, manifesting money, the amount of money would look like, and you start feeling the chemicals and the sensations and the energy of that in your body now, your body starts to prepare itself physiologically, biochemically, your body starts to prepare itself to be receptive and available to more money. In order to have more money, you have to have more money. In order to have it, you have to have it. You have to have it in, in your own consciousness. And that's the trick. In order to have more, you have to have more within yourself. So start cultivating the feeling of what it feels like to already have it. How does it feel? How does it taste? How does it smell? Then for your body, it won't be a shock when it starts showing up because sometimes for us, it's a shock when it comes up and we push it away. Also, as your body starts shifting, literally biochemically, you become more resonant vibrationally to attracting people, situations and circumstances that are a vibrational match for that level of abundance and money. Abundance is your birthright, folks. It's what you are. The other key is this. A lot of people do the metaphysics of money, and that's important. That's the foundation. In fact, that's, that's a huge part. But one thing that people sometimes miss and that people will often say to me, Coop, what I've done, I visualize and I feel and I do all these things, but I'm still broke. It might mean a couple of things. You see, money, money is a function, a result of adding value. So I tell people, don't chase money, be of service. Find ways in your life to be of service. You're of service to people when you add value. You add value when you solve people's pain, problem, or challenge. Let me repeat. You add value when you solve somebody's pain, problem, or challenge, your community's pain, problem, or challenge, the world's pain, problem, or challenge. Money is a function of adding, of solving uh, someone's pain, problem, or challenge, and that's how you add value. Money is the transference of energy for adding value. Value to a person, one-on-one, -on -one, value to a group of people, value to a community, value to a society, value to the world. Love him or hate him, 
Elon Musk is, is solving a specific problem. Money is the exchange and transference of energy for solving someone's problem. And what I found is many people make a mistake. If they want to manifest money, they think of themselves. They want to manifest money, they think of what they want. They want to manifest money, they want to manifest money. But they're not asking themselves a missing link question. How can I be of service and add value by solving someone's pain, problem, or challenge? Because if you want to make money in a sustainable way on the planet, you must solve someone's pain, problem, or challenge and be of value. Now, somebody asked me the other day, would writing my book be of value? It's possible, but not necessarily. Because if your book is, and I'm just going to make this up, if your book is about my love for rhinoceroses, I mean, not to say that's not a, a valid book. I mean, I love rhinoceroses and, 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 and rhinoceros, not rhinoceros lovers, please don't protest me in this moment. But I'm not sure how many people would find that valuable, as in, I'm not sure how many people's problems you would be solving. And as a result, if money is a function of adding value and adding value is a function of solving someone's pain, problem, or challenge, you might have a hard time making money from that book. That doesn't mean you couldn't for rhinoceros lovers. That doesn't mean you couldn't if there is specific information about rhinoceroses in that book that could heal, transform, replicate, duplicate, you know, rhinoceroses. So many times, so, so the mistake we make is many times we do something, we create a vehicle, but the vehicle is, is, is ineffective. The vehicle is ineffective and the vehicle doesn't add value. As in, let's say you want to be a billionaire, just make up a number. But currently you are a massage and Reiki therapist and you charge $45 an hour. I'm not saying you can't be a billionaire, but the chances aren't high if you are doing six sessions a day. I mean, you'd have to do 12. It's, it's almost impossible if that's, if that's the only vehicle you have. So sometimes we have an incorrect vehicle and we have to take a step back and recreate the vehicle in a practical sense, in a grounded sense. Really look at, does this vehicle allow me to make and create the amount of money I would like to, as in be able to deliver value to people and receive value in such a way that, that people would understand the value, get the value, deliver the value so that I can receive value in the form of money. Because some vehicles, as great as they are, just won't. Just won't. I look at someone like Dr. Phil, who was a therapist, one-on-one -on -one therapist. Then as, as, a, as a therapist, he loved it, but got burned out and then created a whole a law practice, psychological law practice through that TV show. And his wealth, as an example, love him or hate him, came through his TV show and media personality and probably made hundreds of millions of dollars. Could he have done that through his one-on-one -on -one therapy practice? Probably not. So you have to look at the vehicle that you have, but then you have to also look at what tangible specific problems and value does my vehicle service product solve? And that is key because money is a function of adding value. And many times we think we're adding value, but we're really not adding value in a specific way as in solving a pain problem or challenge. So folks, I hope that gives you some things to think about.
And so if you want to manifest more money, shift your internal frame, shift your internal state, move into the state of abundance. Then ask yourself, what problems can I solve? Because if you want to make more money, look to solve big problems. Look to solve massive problems. Look to solve game-changing problems. Because if you solve game-changing problems that humanity has, money will follow. Money will find you. Money will simply be the energetic transfer and reward for the value that you are bringing to people around you. Focus on service. It comes down, folks, to being of service. And when you're of service, money is a byproduct of being of service. So in a sense, don't simply focus on making money. Focus on being of service. And when you're of service, the money will follow. Folks, here are a few simple keys to making money, manifesting money. I hope it's given you some things to think about. Make sure you share today's episode with friends and loved ones in your life that you feel would like to make more money and enjoy this episode. And do me a favor, folks. I would love it, love it, love it if you enjoy the Soul Talk podcast to write a review on iTunes today. This would mean a lot. It would help build credibility and spread the word. And I really want as many people to listen to Soul Talk as possible. That would be a huge gift to me. And I'm sure many people that read your review. Until next week, love now. Big hugs. See you then. If you've enjoyed this episode of Soul Talk, please do share the podcast with all of your friends. Let everyone know and make sure you download Soul Talk today. I'm looking forward to next week where I'll get to share more inspiration with you. Meanwhile, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or social media. You can find out more about my work at www.coopblackson.com. If you feel ready to take your life to the next level, join me at my exclusive event in Bali, www.boundlessblissbali.com, where you can find out more and apply. Also, make sure to remember to download my free two-part video training series and learn the ultimate secrets to happiness and fulfillment at coopblackson.com. Sending you all big hugs and love now.